I am vengeance. I am the night. I am. Matthew Barr is here for Monday, April 17th, 2023. And this is Enter the Cave. And today we are doing a fantasy casting. Yep, a fantasy casting for our live action version of one of the greatest Batman stories of all time, The Dark Knight Returns. Yep, that's right, folks. The Dark Knight Returns. And, of course, uh, The Dark Knight Returns was released in the spring of 1986. And this was one of the key... Batman stories that was an influence on the 89 movie and also became an influence on you know uh, Batman Begins well mostly all of the Nolan films but mostly Batman Begins and you know this made Batman very popular in pop culture and this book right here I mean, it is the greatest Batman story of all time. And so, I am doing a fantasy casting for this movie. And for this one, that means, um, you know, the 89 movie doesn't happen. You know, we don't see Michael Keaton, we don't see Jack Nicholson, but we do see a few... Uh, characters. I did put in a few characters from the 89 movie that um, that I thought would, would still work in this film. So you're going to find out who they are. And also what made me want to do this episode was I was on YouTube one time and I saw a video for um, on YouTube that did a what if, and it was like, uh, you know, what if Batman The Dark Knight Returns was a 1980s sci-fi movie. And in the video, you see, like, um, you know, you see an older Batman. Kind of looks like, uh, kind of like a cross between Clint Eastwood and uh, Ray Liotta a bit. And uh, Ray Liotta around this time, you know, he was in, you know, Goodfellas. And... <clears throat> And then, you know, you, we saw Superman, and then, um, you know, it just looked so epic. And it looked like something that could have been in the 1980s. And, um, you know, I mean, I would have loved in the 1980s, uh, you know, for this movie to have been made. I mean, um, you know, granted, uh, well, actually, you could, no, actually, you couldn't do a live-action version now. You know, I mean... I mean, because, like, A, you know, there's already, there's already elements of The Dark Knight Returns in um, some of the Batman movies. And also, uh, there's a animation um, movie version of it. Yeah, there's an animated movie version of The Dark Knight Returns, which is just as great. And it's a wonderful, wonderful animation film. So, we really kind of don't need that right now. But, um... But it would have been nice if there had been a, an actual Dark Knight Returns uh, movie. 
So, with that being said, we're now going to get into the roles. First and foremost, the Dark Knight himself as Batman and Bruce Wayne. Clint Eastwood. And the reason I chose Clint Eastwood, because just like on the uh, YouTube video, um, yep, just like on the YouTube video, uh, the guy did look like uh, Clint Eastwood. And also, Clint Eastwood <laughs> was considered for the role of Batman when they did the 1982 script. Yeah, there was an early uh, draft of a script in um, 1982, and one of the people that was uh, considered for the role of uh, Batman was Clint Eastwood. And also, another thing, Frank Miller has gone on and said that um, Clint Eastwood's sudden impact, you know, which came out around the time in the 80s and you know, considered the greatest um, uh, Dirty Harry movie of all time. Um, I've I never seen it, though I, though I should see it. Um, that was an influence on making the Batman that we see in the, um, you know, in the graphic novel. And to be honest with you, I mean, yeah. I mean, I really could have seen that happen, you know, because... You know, um, Batman is much older, you know, he's older, he's got gray hair. I mean, he can, he's still agile, he can still move, but just uh, not like he used to. So, I would say, I would say, yeah, you know, I mean, Clint Eastwood is probably the only person that could play an older Batman at that time. Yeah, so, yep, Clint Eastwood himself as Batman. And next for the role of Kal-El, Clark Kent, Superman. Of course, it's easy. Christopher Reeves. And uh, Christopher Reeves, of course, uh, by the... This time he was already known as Superman, but of course at this time the Superman movies uh, were out of favor with people, especially right after, um, you know, Superman 4, you know, the franchise killer, you know, but um, but I think people would have, probably would have loved to see Batman and Superman, you know, on screen together, you know, especially at that time when, you know, the big story of uh, Dark Knight Returns was that Batman, you know, kicks the shit out of Superman. So, you know, we would have loved to see that showdown. You know, we would have loved to see the showdown between uh, Batman and Superman there, you know, seeing Christopher Walken, you know, in the role of Superman. Because, uh, you know, Christopher Walken, you know, he was the only person, uh, still to this day, a lot of people think of as Superman. I mean, that's no disrespect to Henry Cavill and... But, um, you know, still to this day, and also in my opinion, you know, like, he is, um, you know, he is Superman. You know, he is forever, uh, Superman. 
You know, I mean, there's uh, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And also, no disrespect to Dean Cain as well, because I used to watch um, Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman, and, um, and you know, and I just, you know, I used to lo- love that show. I used to watch it all the time on, um, you know, on television on Sunday nights, and... You know, that is, uh, most definitely, um, you know, that's most definitely a show I gotta start looking at again. Good thing I got, um, HBO Max, or Max, as they now call it. (laughs) Yes, it's now going to be cold. So, um, yep. Christopher Reeves as Superman. And next... For the role of Alfred, would be Michael Goff. Of course, uh, he was the one who would play Alfred in Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, and Batman and Robin. Of course, in Batman and Robin, he almost died. Yeah, his character almost died. And he's really, I mean, he really is, um, I mean, he is Alfred. You know, at this time, you know, I mean, he, I mean, he is Alfred. So, yep, no big surprise. Here, uh, we have Michael Goff as Alfred. Now, this role was a little difficult for me because um, I had a hard time trying to figure out um, who would be good for this role. Uh, The role of Robin, Carrie Kelly. Yep, the female Robin. And the only person I can think of was Winona Ryder. Yeah, because around this time, Winona Ryder would have been 18 years old. Yeah, she would have been 18 years old and um, uh, she also would have yeah, she also would have been in uh, Beetlejuice. She still would have been in Beetlejuice around that time as well. But uh, I think that um, yeah, but I think that uh, she would have made a good choice for um, for Robin. Yeah, Carrie Kelly. You know, because she's a young teenager. I mean, she can definitely have pulled off, you know, 16 and stuff. And plus she was in Heathers, so, um, oh wait, was Heathers, was Heathers before, uh, Beetlejuice, uh, hold on, I'm going through, through her, um, yeah, I'm going through right now her, uh, filmography here, uh, oh, wait, I gotta go back. Yeah, I pressed the wrong button here on um, Wikipedia. Hold on. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Alright, Winona Ryder filmography. And. Uh, yeah, Heather. Yeah, Heather's was. Uh, no, wait, Heather's was a little after Beetlejuice, because then after that she was in 1969 and. Um, so, yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, I think uh, Winona Ryder would have pulled off the role. Yeah, I think uh, she most definitely would have been um, Carrie Kelly. Probably the only choice uh, to play uh, Carrie Kelly at that time. Next, for the role of Selena Kyle, yep, and much older Selena Kyle, it would be Kathleen Turner. Yeah, I mean, Kathleen Turner, I mean, yeah, she was still sexy, you know, in the 80s, you know, a bit sexy, and, um, and stuff, so I would have definitely loved to see her as, um, you know, as an older Selena Kyle, and, you know, head of, uh, Kyle Escorts, and, of course, uh, I can only imagine what she looked like back then in her prime, you know, with that uh, Wonder Woman outfit that the Joker tied her up in. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I got uh, Kathleen Turner as Selena Kyle. By the way, um, her best, well, her best movies were uh, V.I. Brachowski, um, of course, um, what was it, uh, by was it Body Heat? No, wait. Um, Crime of Passion and, um, let's see. What's the name of it? Uh, I gotta type it in here. Uh, was it Body Heat? Was it the, was that the name of it? Jeez, I can't believe I'm blanking out on the name here. Body Heat. Uh, let's see. Yep, yep, it was Body Heat. Yeah, it was body heat. <laughs> yeah, she was, um, you know, she was so good in that. <laughs> oh, man. But the crimes, I mean, but the scenes in uh, Crimes of Passion were much, much way sexier. <laughs> Believe me. Oh, jeez. Uh, next, for the role of Bruno, of course, uh, no big surprise, Brigitte Nielsen. Yep, Brigitte Nelson as uh, Bruno. And yep, we would have, because if you look at the comic, she does, I mean, Bruno does look like Brigitte Nelson, definitely designed after her. And also, uh, Brigitte Nelson, little known fact, she was actually going to be in um, the She Hulk movie. There was a She Hulk movie that was supposed to come out around 19, I think it was 1990, like 89 or 90. And, uh, there was already, like, movie posters and pictures of her as, um, Jennifer Walters and as, uh, She-Hulk. But, uh, unfortunately, um, you know, the, the distribute com yeah, the company that, um, that did The Punisher, the 1989 Punisher movie, um, yeah, New World Cinema, they had, uh, gone under, they went bankrupt, and so they, uh, could not do the film. But, uh, yeah, Brigitte Nelson as Bruno. Next, as the reporter Lola Chang, we have Kelly LeBrock. Yep, Kelly LeBrock, supermodel and actress. And at this time, she was in uh, Weird, 
She was known for a role in uh, Weird Science. And actually, well, she was also in uh, The Woman in Red as well. And of course, um, after Weird Science, uh, she didn't do any, um, she didn't do any movies for, for a while. Um, she didn't do, yeah, she took a hiatus from acting until, uh, 1990 when she, um, starred in Hard to Kill with her then-husband, uh, Steven Seagal. And, so... But yeah, she's the only person I could see as uh, Lola Chang, you know, because, um, you know, the hair and stuff. So, um, yeah, Kelly LeBrock um, as Lola Chang. By the way, Kelly LeBrock still looks good, too. You know, I mean, um, you know, she's still very um, gorgeous as well, you know, so... Um, Next, for the role of the Joker, we have William Defoe. Yep, William Defoe as the Joker. Uh, this would have been a young William Defoe at this time. Yep, a young William Defoe. And looking at his, um, yeah, looking at his filmography. Here, um, well, he was in uh, Platoon. At, yeah, he was known for his role in um, in Platoon in nineteen eighty six, which uh, ironically was the same year that uh, Dark Knight Returns came out, and, and of course, as we all know, William Defoe would have. Um, you know, he would go on to be uh, the Green Goblin in the Spider-Man movie. And, sorry, the Hobgoblin, I should say. And, wait, was it Hobgoblin or Green Goblin? Oh, damn it, I gotta go and look look at this again. Uh, filmography. Uh, yeah, Green Goblin. Yeah, I had it right the first time. <laughs> Dumb fucking me. Um, but yeah, William Defoe, he would definitely have been, uh, the Joker. You know, I mean, some people would have thought, well, why not Jack Nicholson as the Joker? And Jack Nicholson was always thought of for the role. But if you couldn't get Jack Nicholson, I would say you'd have to settle for, uh, William Defoe. Yeah, William Defoe would have, um, would have made the Joker. Yeah. And I could see him playing that role, too. You know, he'd always been... Known for playing roles that were, like, you know, psychotic and stuff like that. Actually, another person that could have played the Joker if uh, you couldn't also get William Defoe. Well, there's two. Uh, one was um, James Woods and Robin Williams. Uh, both wanted to play the Joker in the 89 Batman movie. And I would have loved to see that. You know, I would have loved to see, you know, Robin Williams and... Um, you know, and James, or James Woods as, uh, the Joker, you know, I mean, I think they both would have, uh, done a tremendous job on there. In fact, actually, um, when Nolan was getting ready for the third and final Batman movie, there was a rumor that the Riddler was going to be in it, and when there was the rumor of the Riddler, 
uh, Robin Williams had wanted to be the Riddler. And of course, he didn't get the role because uh, we did not get the Riddler in The Dark Knight. We instead got Bane. So, and Talia Al Ghul. Hmm. But yeah, William Defoe, uh, no argument to be made there. He would definitely have been the Joker. And next, for the role of uh, Sarah. Sarah, of course, as we all know, uh, she would appear in uh, year one. And she was also the wife of Jim Gordon in Dark Knight Returns. The only person I can think of playing that role would be Glenn Close. And at that time, she, um, you know, she was already a star in uh, Fatal Attraction. So, um, yeah, uh, that's the only person I can think of for the role of Sarah. And also, there's going to be a Fatal Attraction um, TV series coming to Paramount+. Plus. I just saw the trail for it, and it actually looked pretty good. So, um, unfortunately, I don't have Paramount+, Plus, but, uh, you know, if you do have it, uh, go check it out if uh, you ever get the chance. I'm not going to be ignored, Dan. <laughs> and finally, for the role of the mutant gang leader, that role would have gone to Brian Bosworth. Yep, the boss. Of course, um, Brian Bosworth... Um, you know, he was in the NFL around 88, like 87, 88, but then his career ended due to an injury. But he was a very popular uh, college football player, and he would also go on to do, like, B-movie action films. And if you wanted, like, a big, muscular uh, guy, you know, a big badass uh, of a villain who could uh, kick Batman's ass, then, hands down, you would have gone with, you probably could have gone with Brian Bosworth. And Frank Miller um, said that he actually based the character off of Mr. T, you know, and Mr. T was still pretty popular, you know, the A-Team and WrestleMania, though uh, it wasn't, though his career, his popularity was kind of winding down a little bit, but um, uh, yeah, I just did not see uh, Mr. T in that role, you know, um, I would have to say Brian Brian Bosworth. Yeah. You know, uh, definitely Brian Bosworth. I mean, he would have pulled off the bald head, too, you know, because, you know, I think he could have pulled it off, too. You know, I mean, he also had a mohawk, too, Brian Bosworth. Um, not as good as Mr. T, but still pretty good. And uh, But I do think that uh, Brian Bosworth definitely would have pulled off the role of uh, the mutant gang leader. So... There you go. Those are my picks for the fantasy casting of Batman The Dark Knight Returns. And next week, I am going to be doing a preview of Marvel in May. Yep. In May, dedicating the whole month to... Marvel Comics, right here on Enter the Batcave. I'm going to be telling you um, what to expect on um, on Enter the Batcave 
podcast, and also I'm going to be doing Marvel in May on Superhero Sunday as well, so get ready for that on April 30th. I'm going to be uh, doing a preview of what you'll see on, I mean, or what you'll hear on Wisdom. And I'll do it. Pretty uh, short show today, but, uh, eh, didn't have much to talk about other than the fantasy casting. <laughs> but don't worry, I promise I'll make it much longer next time. And with that being said, see you all next time. Same, I mean, new bat time, I should say, because I switch over to Monday. New bat time. Same bat podcast. Bye-bye.